On this week's episode of Friend Code, Nintendo drops a direct for Super Mario Maker 2! Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani, and it is my privilege and my honor to introduce a very special guest who's joining us this week, Don Casanova. Hello everybody, happy to be here. Don, yes. is this your first podcast debut? Wait a second. This is a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no! I failed! Uh, officially, I guess, yes. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So he's had uh, brief anecdotes yeah. about his, his adventures on the Easy Allies podcast. Ooh. But yeah, yeah. I've only a, appeared briefly. Usually not in anything more than cameos. 30 seconds. <laughs> okay. Bail. So we'll see how long I stick around. Uh, for our listeners, that other voice you heard was Daniel Bloodworth. All right. We are here late. It is like 8 p.m. our time. Um, what happened today is Nintendo did drop a new direct for Super Mario Maker 2 at 3 p.m. our time. And we were talking about it yesterday when it was announced, and we were like, we, we have to get Don to be a part of this. But with, uh, with your responsibilities and your work at, uh, at Funhouse, we couldn't do it at 3 o'clock. So we did the daring act of <laughs> avoiding spoilers for yes. three hours, turning off like all social media and stuff, staying off all the internet. internet. Yeah, the world could have ended. I wouldn't have known. I was it's like, like, oh, maybe Major development yeah. and like, we would turn, we'd turn in at 6 p.m. chats like, did you see this yeah, happen? Yeah. Like, wait, what? Well, I, was, I was doing a lot of stuff. I, I definitely needed to be connected at the time, but I was like, I was dancing. <laughs> I was like, every once in a while I would click on that like tweet deck tab and I would see just like a whole bunch of gifts. I'm like, nope, nope, yeah. next tab, next tab. <laughs> yeah. I was certain I would see a thumbnail, but nothing happened. But it was preserved. Yeah. We made it to 6 o'clock. We did our, our live reactions at that point. And now, uh, after we've collected our thoughts, we're going to sit down and uh, we're going to talk about Super Mario Maker 2. Um, and that's, yeah, that's a, this is actually the 50th episode of Friend Code. Right. So I wanted to do something special. Wow. And I got Dawn that's here. Incredible. Yes. Wow. I know in that's the past, so cool. like, I tried and stuff, but... This is the one that made it happen. Uh, real quick, before we get into to, to Super Mario Maker 2, I just want to say that uh, I did originally envision having a, a new logo and updated graphics for Friend Code by this episode. Oh, okay. Um, but we're just so close to E3, and I already have the people working on other graphics for their yeah, stuff, that it wasn't a priority. It, it doesn't need to be a priority right now, but at some point after E3, uh, I will try and make that happen. I'll try and get an updated logo at the very least. Um, but I, I did want to, I was like, maybe the 50th episode would be a good time, but sometimes you just got to do it when it actually works out for the best. But yeah, we got, the, I got Don here and we're going to talk about Super Mario Maker 2. Pumped. It's time. I'm excited. And, uh, yes, as you stated, in the long tradition of Nintendo, shadow dropping directs with like a day's notice. Yeah. Just the, the trend. <laughs> yeah, keeps... it's not quite a shadow drop, but it's a day's notice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, like it's as close to it as possible. It's like, mm, what's the minimum lead time we can give people? <laughs> and it's like, there you go. It's like, uh-huh. I just thought it's kind of funny to me too because we also did the same thing. <laughs> like, we're putting yeah. out a retrospective this week with 36 hours notice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm. Ex- it's cool. That's actually cool to be able to keep a secret for that long. Yeah, <laughs> see, it pays off sometimes. That's why you don't want to like spoil stuff sometimes yeah. when you know about it. This was a meaty 15 minute video. Yes, deep dive Jam-packed. into it. 
lot of stuff. Um, I'll get this out of the way because everyone, people who watched this show for the last few weeks, there was no Switch Lite. No, there was nothing about it. Absolutely, it was just Mario Maker 2. That's all it was. That's it. And I'd be lying if I didn't say that I had a small bit of my mind was hoping that they would have, not necessarily a Switch Lite, but I did think, like, maybe they're okay. going to do, like, the yellow, the Mario Maker yellow version nice. of right. the Switch as a bundle oh, or something, maybe. That kind um, of thing. It still could come. Who knows? Yeah, the maybe, but it, it's a little... Or the Joy-Cons. Joy I thought maybe they'd do yeah. the yellow construction Joy-Cons. Um, that so, could still come. It still could. I yeah. guess it could. It just, I would feel like this was the time to say it, if they going to say it. I wish they would have because I'm yeah. just riding the fence on those neon yellow ones, man, trying not to succumb to buying them, but I need to join. Well, maybe accessories right. don't need to be coordinated right, like don't need to be announced yet. Like at E3, sure. they announce them at E3 or even yeah. the, the Invitational. It's like, hey, here's like something else. The Invitational else. will yeah. have something, yep. Yeah. You're right. That we'll we'll so get cool. to the Invitational. And, uh, the, end, the 28th is the date, right? Yes. So that's three weeks ahead. Yeah, there's still They have a, a little, there's still time. a possibility. Yeah. It's still possible, Don. Oh, yes. But uh, yeah, I've been waiting for this dawn, and they they they, they got right into it. And uh, Nintendo was actually nice enough to send us an email that kind of like listed out everything that was talked about, um, or went further into depth about things mentioned in the 15 minute video. Mm-hmm. And uh, they start off with like what's new, um, and uh, basically I want to start dawn before I get any specifics. I want to know like how you felt after you saw this video. Like what is your hype level for Super Mario Maker 2? It was, it's quite high, quite high. It already was high, right? But yeah, now it's, I mean, it's over the top. And although they definitely didn't reveal everything that I was kind of hoping would be included in this one, and maybe some of that they still can, and maybe some of that won't make it in. But um, I mean, it has more than enough to like satisfy my pre-order. Yeah, I'm going to pre-order, you know, and the other thing <laughs> like that. So don't tell uh, Bossman, but... Um, I'm extremely excited for it. It looks just about. I've still got a few few questions, but okay. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. It's one of the most highly anticipated games of the year for me, for sure. Nice. Yes. I see you. Uh, you took some notes uh, after we finished watching. Yes. Um, for the presentation, um, I've got the notes from the email, but mm-hmm. I feel like you are you and Ian are the resident Mario Maker. Experts at Easy yes. Allies. I think Kyle's, Kyle, quite, yeah. Kyle's quite. Kyle's quite. I want to put Kyle below there. you too. Kyle's uh, like right below you too. I get to do this. There's, there's Don, Don and Ian, and then there's Kyle Bossman tier. So like we have S tier, Ian and Don, and then A tier, Kyle Bossman. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that image right now? I want to do this. Didn't Brandon review the first one? Uh, I think maybe, yeah, probably. All right, yeah. so Brandon's also up there in A, A, A tier as well with Kyle Bossman. Everyone's dabbling a little. Everyone's <laughs> Everyone else dabbling. is below that. Yeah. <laughs> become a ranking episode. Uh, but, yeah, like you've got some talking points. I want, I want to give you the opportunity to talk about the things that you liked, um, mm. anything, uh, things you didn't like. You, you said there's some things you didn't see as well. Yeah, wh- where do you want to start, Don, actually? Sure. I mean, I, well, I have – I broke – I have so many notes, but I have some – basically, I have my notes broken up into like – some things we haven't seen either revealed or defined yet or I'd like to see, and then also my notes regarding what, you know, some of the things they revealed uh, that we do know now that are confirmed. So, okay. uh, 
I mean, where do you want to start? Do you want to go down one or the other? Well, and the first just... part of the email was about like the new the new uh, features. Like they talked about like the slopes, angry sun, on off switch. Yes. Water level was the first moment when we were watching it where yeah. you were like, yes, yes, about that. Yeah. Like why why water level? Like why did I get you excited? I was extremely excited for that reveal because that was one of the things I've been wanting since the very first release, where you have a, not an, a completely underwater level, which was already available, but one where you have a water level you can assign the depth mm. and it's essentially a level that you can split up so you can have a whole area where you're traversing terrain even going up mountains into the sky area but then you can also plunge into the water and go down deep you know uh, this is shown a lot of times in the caribbean sort of themed levels or even back in uh super mario world with the dolphins you know and yeah. all of that so there's oh, just, yeah. i just have a lot of fun like to me a lot those levels very often all throughout the mario franchise have been some of the just raw fun levels and so i've always wanted to be able to design some uh with that feature available and this is really cool too because they revealed you know that i mean not just you can set the water level but you can set it to rise or fall yes. you can even set the speed at which it rises and falls yeah and so and 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 you can uh replace water with lava if you want as well so i mean whole bunch of options it was really nice to get to see the actual interface mm -hmm. of how it's going to work yeah. because they alluded to in the previous video that there's going to be stuff like that even like moving levels the airships and stuff like that yeah how would we actually do that in the in the design uh hud mm. and they showed like that it's really simple it looked really simple i don't know if you thought it would look simple but yeah like the arrows that like click it once to like go speed two click yep. it three it's like one arrow two arrows three arrows or something yep. like that or color-coded and yeah it looked very simple and like easy to discern super simple and a similar thing which they also uh, expanded on to kind of show you exactly how it works is um with the uh, custom auto scroll feature which they showed very mm -hmm. er, very quickly before with the little bird icon yes. and you're sort of so you're assigning sort of how the camera and how the level scrolls automatically but in this one they actually showed that you sort of use these little numbered bird icons to set sort of waypoints wherever you want and then you can set different speeds between those waypoints you know so it's really kind of cool uh, super simple super just user friendly it makes instant sense and um, that cleared it up because because that was one of the shots in the original gameplay trailer they showed that I had a lot of questions about when they just showed the vertical yeah. line being raised by the bird and I was like what exactly yeah. is happening there you know so this was cool to show them do like one two three you know multiple birds in a row just drag them to where you want it set the speed in between it's awesome yeah though yeah I, just thinking about it really quick I'm curious they showed obviously how it worked and stuff I don't think they showed a way to go like scroll left, did they? Everything was like scrolling to the right and up and down. To the right and up and because down, yeah. When they were showing off the example of how it's going to work, like, oh, you can like make it go slow and then like horizontally, like, it goes, it speeds up right now. And then it started to go down. I was like, Someone recreate that Smash Brothers stage, the oh. the, the cruiser rainbow stage, oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like and like, Dude. literally, like, you, like yeah, like you can make it go up, go right, go down, and then can you make it come back left? And you can make it like an objective based level because that's a new thing they talked yes. about as well. Very excited like, I'm, about I, this that. This is the type, yeah, like I loved how this was jogging my like I like my brain. I think of these cool ideas. Yes, and yeah, like it just even something as simple as that got me really excited. The objective-based thing. Should we talk about it for a second? How awesome that oh, is? Oh, yeah, open the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, How do you feel about it? This yeah. is amazing because when I looked back, after we watched it, I went was back. Was there, like, no other uh, options for that? There was always a goalpost in the first game? 
Uh, right. And, you know, there are like multiple ways to get there. You could manipulate it a certain amount with keys and this and that or objects. You could, you know, you could, depending how you designed your level, you could make it so that like, oh, you have to be big in order to wear the, you know, the spiky hard hat in order to progress. You'd have, you make it in order, you could kind of manipulate the assets to force someone into it, but you couldn't just state this is the yeah. completion uh, requirements. And um, they turn out to be like really uh, um, a lot of options. It looks like yeah. you can just choose like, do they need to kill a certain amount of enemies? What type of enemies? Do they need to have a certain power up? It looked like you could almost choose any object in the game and a number related to that object and then assign how they need mm. to, you know, either have those or, you know, power ups in order to uh, complete the stage. So that opens up like so Is many Is there anything options. in there that like, that you could tell where, you know, say like you have to get Yoshi to the end of the stage. Like, I would assume that would be like an exact thing, right? Yeah. Like, I didn't see it in the particular menu, but I would think that would definitely be something which I love. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that interface again. Talking about how well designed the interface looked. Yeah. It uh, again, yeah, choosing the conditions. It was just like little icons, with like, yeah. a, like a nice clear image and then text that said, "This is your objective," and it was just like apply it to the stage. Right. And they had it, the numbers highlighted yes. in a color and everything just instantly. I have to sense. imagine, Don, because what you were just talking about, Bloodworth, even if it's not possible, I have to imagine Nintendo will like monitor feedback mm. and yeah. potentially up do updates to the game where they had like patches where like next patch, oh, we saw a lot of user demand for this condition. Mm. Bring Yoshi to the end of the level alive or whatever. Yeah. And you can't pass through a gate. We're now adding that in. Like there's so many possibilities for that, you know. Absolutely, yeah. But it's such a good thing because we were I, yeah that was one of the questions i wonder about is how they actually implement that like how are you to say is it just be click 100 coins do you have to like click the coin they yeah. so simple no it makes sense. exactly same thing I, I i assumed if they did include something like that that it would be like give you way less like you'd be able to just select a few preset yeah. conditions yeah. Yeah, but yeah. uh to see that they really open it up it looks like and really let you set a wide number of conditions and multiple conditions i think there was at least three different uh i could mm. be wrong but it looked like there are at least three different parameters you could set up to if you want so i mean yeah that's gonna make it like gosh you can really design a lot of fun you know because i used to kind of some of the levels i'd mess around with were almost like you know silly sort of rpg and that you'd have to get this item in order to be able to get this item in order to be able to get here and stuff like that you know and then uh to have this extra layer then for how to actually complete the stage is wonderful because it doesn't tie you to that thing of like you know, you have to, they have to be big in this part of the level in order to get that. Like, they could buy, maybe there's another way they can get through there, but yeah. no, they can't beat the level. They're going to have to figure out a way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wonder if there will be, like, you can apply a condition to completing, like, an objective you have to complete to complete a segment of a level. Mm. Like, oh, you, yeah. like, say, like, in this part, to advance by this part, you got to collect 100 right. coins. Oh. And let's say... Kind maybe, of like in a Zelda game where you have to kill all the enemies in a room to open a door. Yeah. But what if they can make conditionals on that dawn? Where yeah. if, if you get 100 coins, this path will open. Mm -hmm. But after X amount of time, if the player doesn't do that, a, a second path opens, and each of those go to a different area. Oh, God, that would be like, so cool. Do you think it, it could ever get that in-depth? Or, or would you ever want to see it get that in-depth? I would love it if they did. I don't know if that... 
level of, uh, of complexity will be included in this. But again, because you can basically, you know, find workarounds to a lot of that kind of stuff, by oh, them yeah. adding this, it kind of gives you the option of now you can focus on the actual part of the level to design, you know, how you want to um, force people into certain kind of parameters, I guess, achieving certain parameters. But, you know, where they had the warp block, it's like, who knows? They could assign yeah. something of like, that's not active until, you know, so you could assign something has to be uh, collected or achieved before that warp block becomes active, et cetera. Who knows? Yeah. They also talked about a new thing that could potentially be used as a workaround for potential branching paths or objectives, the on-off blocks. Yes. Or switches, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they showed those off. Those um, are awesome. You could use them to make challenging platforming puzzles, yep. but obviously people are probably can use them to be make elaborate, like, cerebral puzzles where yes. it's like uh, how do I actually advance through here right. yeah. and, well, I thought uh, it was yeah. interesting I don't remember if it was a shell or what but they had something oh, where like yes. there's a shell going back that and was forth it. And, like, to hitting hit the, the, the coin block. yeah, yeah the, like, the objective was to hit a red coin down there but yeah. that, like, that could be your objective like right. collect eight red coins and you gotta find the rooms and that room's like how do I get that coin and you got you gotta hit the blocks and, and, and yeah. you could you could put multiple layers of things. Uh, what was the one little creature that he copies? Like they're showing when you jump, he jumps. Oh, oh squibble or squeak. Yeah. Squeak. Yeah, I was, squeak. It, it was a weird uh, name. Yeah. It was only in a Super Mario 3D world. But I mean, section. imagine because you can it, then use combinations of like using those on-off blocks with a shell or whatever object and by placing those creatures. So you have mm -hmm. to do a really complex thing of, you know, you have to both be activating oh, the red and blue switches, dawn, yes. but you also have to jump at the right time <laughs> to make the little <laughs> creature, you know what I'm saying? Yes. It could be like so cool. They didn't cool. put them in the email. Um, yeah. So gosh, yeah. And and they had a lot of that kind of like thing, a lot of switch type stuff where you can, you can reverse the direction of conveyor belts. Um, if you have the track w that you're riding on, you can switch it to change it to a different path on the track. A different like velocity. Yeah. Yeah, too, yeah, and things like that. So all that kind of stuff uh, really opens up the possibilities of what you can do. It's so, man, it's really cool. One of the other moments I saw, Don, mm. I hope it's on this list of yours. Um, you got really excited when they finally dove into co-op. So yes. co-op making. Yes. Using a Passage Joy-Con controller to a friend and create a course together side by side. It's local only. Yeah. You did have some thoughts on that, but yeah, you were really hoping for yeah. some, some kind of co-op option. I, I mean, we knew there would be a co-op option, right? Right, Because just with the whole uh, Mario and Luigi together and the marketing and all that, but um, we didn't actually know. Actually, that fun little uh, intro. When they started yeah, yeah, saying, like yeah. You were getting right really away. Yeah, right when I saw dawn, that, I yeah. said, "Okay, so this is going to be." So it, when it had started that way, I actually thought there was going to be an even bigger focus on that part of the game. But they mentioned it, but they did clarify that locally, at least, you can both be on the same screen, placing assets. And I assume they didn't show it, but I assume when you test it, maybe only one of you gets tested. I'm not sure exactly how that'll work, but um. But uh, I certainly am really hopeful that they'll open that up online as well, though, so that, you know, I could be working on part of the level at my place while Ian is working on the same level at his place. You can share it with your friends that way. Uh, because not only not only would it be cool because then you don't have to be in the exact same space to be both designing a level and contributing to it at different times or the same yeah. time, but also what that would open up, which I think is really cool, is, um, you know, you can copy and paste whole 
sections of your map you create, right? So let's say I want to create just some complicated little mechanism or some, you know, thing that works a certain kind of way. I mean, if then you could share that with your friends in that way, essentially, by them copying and pasting the assets, you know, by them having access yeah. on the servers. I don't yeah. see why that isn't possible. So they haven't quite described that yet. Maybe it'll only be a local feature, but I don't see why that wouldn't be opened up to uh, yeah, they have, online co-op. They have, obviously, they have the cloud save system yeah. in place for some of their games. There might be a way where, like, you finish editing it and you you're done for the it day, without publishing. and then you save it to the cloud or whatever. Yes. It's not published, but you can uh, authorize other friends on your friend list to yes. have access to that file. So if you and Ian were on your friends list together, yeah. it, you, I don't think you both could work on it at the same time, which would be but fine. I think, it would yeah. be like once you're done, like, hey, I'm like I'm going to bed, and Ian's like, I'm gonna yeah. go for a few more hours, and you're like, okay, cool, you can keep working on it. <laughs> yeah. And when you come back next day, you see like. Super Mario things. Maker yeah. Google Docs. Right yeah, essentially. Now. It's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, Google no, Docs. it'd be yeah. super like, cool. And then you'd like track changes and like delete, That's what we say, delete yeah. this part and delete that line. Or, <laughs> dude, imagine, because you know how you could, I mean, there's the sub levels, they call them, whatever. You know, you have multiple canvases you're working yeah. on, you connect them with the pipes. Imagine yeah. if one of you could just be like, you know, working on one of the canvases sure. while the other one's working on the other canvas, and then you're going to connect them, you know what I mean? Because they're part of the same stage. Um, yeah. It would be so cool, dude. They also a new thing they showed that could also tie it into the, how the system could work well. Uh, the comment system, that's more for feedback of like reactions from players playing a level. But what if they also implemented that in the creation thing? So when you came back to see the progress, oh, but it was making yes, tracking updates. Dude. But maybe there's a Leave problematic a part notes, uh... instead of you you having to like get together on voice and talking about it. They just leave a marker and have the comment. This is the spot I'm talking about. Dude, it needs yeah. like we gotta so like cool. jump. No one can make this jump. We gotta. Tweak it a little Not bit. Not only that, but you know, you could like draw them little schematics if you want. Or like, you know what I mean? Little like notes like that with your stylus. It'd be so cool. It is cool to see the comment system come back though. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that that is coming actually is coming back. Uh, in a form of like a, a repurposed Miiverse style system, essentially. Yeah. Where users can comment, you know, leave like draw pictures. Tag tag things yeah. as well, uh, for what they think the course type is. To help with the, the search functionality of that as well, yeah. Like, how do you feel like the the, the comment system? Like, do you feel like you know that's enough for in terms of helping discoverability and getting user feedback on your levels? Like, are are you happy with what you saw in regards to that? Definitely, yeah. I was really happy because it, it looked very similar, like you said, to how it was before, which worked fairly well. They had, a, I think, they could have streamlined it a little because I remember there was always it was always a little cumbersome with. Um, the the w there was two ways to like view profiles and there was two ways to view people's levels I remember depending if you're on the yeah universe. I, I actually do remember the like trying to find somebody's specific levels was a little yeah, weird it was yeah. like they kind of split your profile and your levels into you could access them in two different places and leave comments so I think if that is streamlined but essentially the same thing as it was before it'd be wonderful because it worked pretty well one thing I was thinking well you know you're talking about like leaving notes on specific mm -hmm. parts of level I think you could least if they allow you to upload screenshots because you know you can like really easily take a screenshot on the switch then that might work to where like oh yeah you can like upload a screenshot and then draw on yeah. it put your notes on top of the screenshot because I know before with the comments, um, you know, you could always draw a picture if you wanted. And this that's what I'd always do when I'd play other people's levels. I would almost never write a comment. I'd, like, draw them a little picture. And then, I, okay. you, you know, they have the stamps. You could use the yeah. stamps to make them oh, a little picture. The so I'd so just make them, like, a little artwork, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, uh, what was I – actually, there was something related to that I thought of. 
Go ahead. If it I know in time mind. there was that whole the scroll stopping thing that they talked about. I remember you being excited about that. Yeah, that's really cool. They have this new feature where you can essentially, it sounds like you can draw like a vertical or horizontal line, which establishes where you want the camera to stop. So sometimes, you know, a lot of times when you go into an underground little subchamber and they're with coins or whatever, how suddenly the camera's fixed and it won't scroll left yep. or right, even though you move, it'll just, you won't be able to see beyond the walls. So that's a great way for controlling, you know, perspective so that you can have hidden areas and all this, um, you know, a little more control over the camera. Never hurt. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. The uh, f- the point before that you were making, you were talking about like uh, the different ways that people would find your levels, whatever your profile yeah. or stages. But I'm pretty sure they're wrapping it all into one this time yeah. because they're doing the the maker point system where players rate your levels. You have like a it's your reputation basically, mm. and you get points. Yeah. And you unlock it's essentially achievements. I think. Yeah, and you unlock. Sure. I'm I'm really curious like what constitutes like what all conditions there are to unlock things. You know, it's like. Do you have to play certain modes? Do you yeah. get, you know, for just, like, completing so many levels? Are there specific, you know, like, we were talking about those objectives. Like, do you have to go through, like, ten auto-scrolling levels mm. in order to get a certain costume? Or, you know, 15 puzzle levels to get some other costume? You know, and co- hopefully those costumes make sense. Mm. Or, like, some level that's just full of a bunch of bullet bills to get that thing that looked like, you know, like you had like a jet instead yeah, of feet. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. I, I would assume it would be something like that because I mean, we are. It's easy to forget. That's real. The, for, when the original Mario Maker came out, do you remember that's even just the assets they gave you were extremely limited. You have to like pretty yeah. much unlock everything oh, by yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. you know, and playing the different modes then mm-hmm. and stuff. So who knows if they'll keep it a little more open right when you get it? Yeah, I also wonder if some of the stuff will be unlocked by. Uh, on the creator end by, like, create one auto-scroll level. Mm. Not just complete one, but create a type of this to encourage people to try different levels and also encourage people to keep making levels to unlock that stuff because, you know, obviously... The game, like the online yeah. component, of the game is really going to rely on like the one thing, creators con- constantly making new levels. Yeah. I don't know how much you ran into this, Don, but one thing I, I, I hope that they've tried to work around with, especially with something like this where like you're earning things, right? Is uh, I don't know how much time you ever put in Little Big Planet, but do you remember like oh, Little yeah. Big Planet? Like a lot of like the most popular creations yeah. were just things that like gave you a bunch of stuff for free. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so like I hope that whatever system that they've done to let people earn things isn't so easily exploitable to where like people are just like, here you go. Here's this like A to B level that's not interesting at all, but it completes your requirement. You and know? that's what, yeah, yeah, that will attract everyone. Right. Yeah. Hopefully not. Um, you know, it popped into my head what I was going to say before okay. regarding the sharing the levels. The one other feature, which I don't know if they added to this, but I really, it, it would be useful, is being able to update your level without oh. having to reload it as oh, a separate yeah. level with the same name because that would very, very often happen where you publish the level and, you know, it obviously works because you can finish it, but you, you, people would discover things about it that would be problematic or you just f- find ways of improving it or if you're working together with someone co-op now in this one, it would make a lot of sense for you to be able to replace the level, you know, with yeah, like the, a patched version or instead whatever. Instead of uploading you know? like you're saying separate one and calling it like V2 yeah, which updated. most people would have to do would, fixed you know and, I bet uh, Don what they could do and what I hope they do is you said you said like patches and stuff like you go to that level again and it'll say like it is 
on this date it was updated and has like the newer version at yeah, the top. That would you can still great. see like the older versions. Oh, dude, maybe super cool. not forever, but temporarily yeah. or something like that. So you could see like, oh, this is what they fixed and stuff. You can even write your own you like patch, patch notes, notes. dude. Huber, oh, <laughs> we're talking to you, baby. Um, oh god, dude, that would be so cool. I mean, it kind of would be neat too if they like, like kept the old versions just for the heck of it. But that wouldn't be necessary. But it would be neat, like if you could actually try out whatever. If you know, you could jump to the see the evolution of the level. At the very least, think patch notes, like having a little blurb there yeah. would be like I think useful. that'd be great too because the thing is, is um, especially for one of the things when people first get this game, the first one and this one, you know, there's a rush to publish your levels. I think there's like this natural thing of like people, not, they mm. don't just want to design it, but they really want to publish it almost immediately and start mm. getting feedback, start having, and, and then like, Obviously, you can continue to refine a level so much more, even if you don't even, you know, if you're like, oh, this level works, sure. But then it's like, you know, you continually think of ways to refine it. And I think yeah. that'd be nice I to mean, be able to refine anything. levels without having to go back, go back to yeah. that retrospective. Yeah. Like, we're, just well, talking exactly. about, like, we're on like version eight YouTube of this thing. YouTube isn't yeah. letting <laughs> us replace files. <laughs> Ben's <laughs> still adding part lines to the yeah. script. I'm like, Ben, stop. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we've announced it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. How would you like this, Don? Um, what well, you're talking about, I had an idea. Yeah. What if, because the current rule for original Mario Maker was that you had to beat your own level before you could upload it. Yeah. Or anyone else could try it. Yeah. Unless they're on your own Switch. Uh -huh. What if there was a way, at least if with people on your friends list, you could upload a beta version of your level, even if you haven't completed it, yes. and let people be able to play through parts. Dude, that like, would be So sweet. wouldn't it be open to the public? Or even a category that said beta, beta. levels. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say, do it as beta, maybe. Yeah, have, have a separate category. Yeah, have an early access. It's really fun <laughs> for people anyway, because then they get to really play as developers. You know what I mean? Like that, uh, And yeah, users, besides their comments, it'd be cool, you know, if it could filter those and kind of like curate those into something more like, you know, cohesive. Of so, use a creator, see like, oh, here is today's feedback on this level on beta version, whatever. Dude, that'd be super cool. Yeah, I think this, I hope they do something like this. Yeah, yeah, that would be very, very useful. And it seems well within the realm of what they can mm -hmm. do. So, it's just a matter of if they decide to include it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um everyone's going to start somewhere with Mario Maker Dawn. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they realize that. They realize that there will be newcomers to this who aren't as well versed in the tools and what they do in the game. And uh, it seems like their answer to the tutorial and like the teaching uh, mechanism for this game is a new story mode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. what did you think about that that reveal with uh, that there would be a story mode, like a 100 plus levels? Yeah, so yeah. what they said, 100 plus levels that are designed by Nintendo, by Nintendo yes. right? So it's like essentially, so you got to wonder, are these full size Mario levels? Are they kind of miniature levels? Because it sounds like you get tasks you're assigned with Correct. for each level and when you play them you um, you receive whatever either new item you're assigned with uh, whatever goal you need to achieve by, yeah, yeah the, it, within the level. Um, so my only question is I wonder if these will be kind of like mini levels or if they'll actually be full blown like classic sort of Mario levels is a good question because that would yeah. be pretty impressive. It was, it was, I mean that's a whole game, you know, that's like a big game if it's 100 levels it's a full game. Yeah, I feel um, like you'll get a, probably a variety of of different level types in there, yeah. Um, but uh, but Bloodworth, the the story mode, the the premise of it, you're trying to build or rebuild yeah. Princess Peach's castle essentially, and you go around the different toads and they give you different things and you earn coins to do that. So to you, is that like is that like an appealing aspect to to, to be added to to the sequel essentially? Yeah, I, mean, I think it's very appealing, and I think it's um, I think it's I mean obviously the first game did really well so it's not quite necessary but I think there's definitely this stigma that it has to where 
oh, this isn't a real game. You know, this is just, it's just a level editor. Nintendo's charging you for a level editor, you know, and like, just like really like, uh, like really just putting down the game because it didn't have a huge set of original levels. And so now it's like, it's there. Like, you know, you could have, you know, this game without a level editor and it would still be worth buying. And and I think that's what some people are just looking for. Like, they just want there to feel like there was a lot of design on that side of things to really show off what this game can do. Yeah. And it sounds like, uh, you know, an interesting approach to, like, also people that want that classic, more classic Mario experience there, but then also to be eased into the whole building side of it. Because essentially, it, it seemed like it sort of gave you mini tutorials in a way, right, as you progress yeah. through the castle. So I assume there's, like it gets more complicated with the type of building assignments they give you. So you can sort of wrap your head around some of the things that maybe just, you know, you don't think of naturally. Um, but also specifically they're saying the levels they design that you get to play are like showing you examples. Of, so I assume yeah, like I, I have a feeling you'll the play thing, yeah. the level and then after that in the next room or area you go to, like some of those principles you just played through, you're going to try to build yourself and recreate, mm, I'm assuming. Maybe. I, I don't know if that's how it'll go, but it, it would be... It would be interesting too if like they could just kind of like scale back and like let you like deconstruct that level and see all how all the yes, parts actually work together. with all level editor games, I wish they would include that where, where you, it would be awesome if you could even copy and paste sections like the same way I was talking about uh, sharing sections of, you know, you build a mechanism, you build an area that works a kind of sort of way. You want to duplicate that whole thing and just bring it into your level and then tweak it as you like, you know, but, but to get it all working and functioning properly, you kind of, it's easier, you know, sometimes. Should just copy and paste. Yeah, I, be, I, I honestly believe that they will probably at, either whether you have to beat the level or not, they'll probably give you a way for each of those hundred plus levels to view them in like your editor tool editor, mode. in editor mode, that and would see be sweet. how they work. Like here, play through it, and like yeah. so you can wrap your head around. Like this level will focus on seesaws and stuff. Yes, so yes, yes, we're going to exactly. show you how different ideas you can kind of get from this. Now the levels once you beat it, like now the level is available to you in the level editor. Yeah. Go see how we actually set it up, yeah. and you know, and like good luck with that. And then yeah, take it in your own direction. Like it'd be so cool if yeah. you could just switch over from the pre-designed Mario level to like suddenly it's in editor mode. All of the assets are then assets that you can manipulate, and you can just modify it to be your own little. I mean, that kind of thing I think also would bring in so many people that are like a little timid about just starting from a blank slate. You know what I mean? Because they just have yeah. a whole. They can just then tweak it and mess with it and start having immediate fun off something that already functions. So wasn't there? Uh, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Was there like a like a quote unquote remix function? Do they call things remixes. Am I getting mixed uh, up with some other game? I, there may have been, but that's not popping out yeah, to I'm me right sure. now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm blanking I'm not on that too, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but one, well, not necessarily remixing a level, but new styles for the levels. They did talk about new, essentially, uh, what are they called? New course themes. Yeah. That they'll oh, be right. adding. Yeah. yeah. So like, not like. Uh, overall like another game theme but yeah. like just like environments and things that we didn't have yet yeah, like the desert the that was it got the desert snow forest sky and yeah. uh new or uh, musical arrangements from koji kondo and we yes. got to hear yeah. them we yeah. heard them first and then they told uh, us like, yeah this, that was what yeah. is this song yeah hello we're like Excuse this is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> that was like that was such a treat to That's see big. that like that yeah. got me excited super but wrapped into that as well was the announcement about 
oh, hi, moon levels. <laughs> yeah. Like the moon. And you're like, oh, angry sun. And now moon. And you're like, oh, angry moon. No, it's jolly moon. Yeah. And it's it acts like the angry sun. And when you get it, it like, in the example they showed, it destroyed all the enemies. It removed yeah. them from the level and gave you the points for them. But it does more than that, Don. Yes. You saw. It changes the properties of levels yes. from day to night. And what did you think about the examples they showed you with that? It was super cool. It was fun, man. They sh they showed, what was it? I don't know if I'll get the right levels right, but when you en enable moon mode, which turns it into night, right? yes. or a darker theme overall, depending what your background is, uh, snow becomes like super slippery. Yes. Gravity becomes lightened. On the sky levels, in, in yeah. In certain cases, gravity becomes reversed. Underground levels reverses the yeah, gravity. Yeah, so depending what yes. type of level you're doing, they have other like uh, parameters that come into play. It looks super fun. I mean, I love it. And then the moon thing, though, I guess that just creates when you collect the moon, it just wipes out everything on the screen yeah. Yeah, that you're in. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you, like, I didn't quite get it confirmed or not if they you can toggle a level between them that was my big action yeah. to toggle right. that or if it's just I think it's probably just gonna be set this is a I think moon it's preset or, or in the or desert uh, they yeah. said a desert it would create a windstorm yeah. you know yeah. So, yeah, the but forest I didn't had water turning into poison water or whatever and then and mushrooms into rotten mushrooms yeah and then they something about like some levels have Goombas floating or whatever yeah you know, just kind of floating with like ghost, light gravity ghost houses were darker yeah oh, right, yeah. Ghost that was cool. goes into spotlight mode where you're playing with just the Spotlight over but yeah, uh, I mean, the gravity one in particular would be really interesting if you could set a trigger in the level, you know, because I would love that. You know, like you're going, you're going through the level on the ground, but you get to the end and like you get a trigger and like okay, now you got to go backwards through the level on the yeah. ceiling, and then you can get into like a, a pipe or something that's on the top. Yeah, Damiano, you mentioned it earlier when we were talking, um, you know, Mar Galaxy, some of the reverse gravity where you'd switch gravity up and down. I mean, yeah. some of those are some of my favorite <laughs> levels, honestly. I had a lot of fun with them, but I think it would work great in 2D, too. It would be oh, yeah. super fun if they made that. Uh, well, yeah, a lot of the ones even in yeah, Galaxy yeah. are essentially 2D. Exactly. I guess yeah. so, yeah, just ro kind of rotated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. They definitely had some of that. Yeah. You know, they could definitely use it. But even just the concept of, like, a whole level doing that is pretty cool as well. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't even show you very complicated uh like designs thrown in on top of that like oh right. underground level was just running around a little part of the level i believe but like throw in now scrolling custom scrolling and water rising and like yeah. and then switch it like all this riding stuff. a track like, like, yeah. upside down and like there's so yeah. much they could like start throwing in there and stuff like a seesaw would mess me up so oh, bad God. Yeah. Like, no stop <laughs> please stop it's all backwards yeah. what is this happening um they did, speaking of styles and uh, new types, they did do a deep dive into the, the newest one, uh, the Super Mario 3D World yeah. uh, design style, which is going to be its own separate style from the 2D styles. Right. So in the past, yeah. you could switch, you could design your level and you could start off and be like, this is a water level in Mario 3. But then if you wanted, you could just press a button and switch the theme to desert of Super Mario World. And it would accordingly swap out yes. all the assets and your level would essentially still function or sometimes it wouldn't we had a Don's design challenge I think one of the game changers <laughs> was change it from like a water from whatever your level is to a water or something and sometimes it can have really funny results yes. <laughs> but um, yeah so but with the 3D world it doesn't function like that it's its own motif or whatever so you can't just swap it between others you have to start and end with the mario world because they have all their own yep. unique uh yeah i think that's the thing is uh, like i've seen people that are disappointed in that but it like 
there's just so many different mechanics uh, that yeah. really I I don't think they mesh very well with the other styles. It's like it's a really it's a different kind of game. Yep, they 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 went over a lot of those points, Budworth. Yeah, they, they try. I think they did their best to illustrate this is why it needs to stay in a different classification. Yeah. And they start with the the most obvious and probably like the the biggest reason why Cat Mario. Right. Yeah. Because you can cry, climb just a, up an obstacle in front of you, but the it'll be equivalent of the backgrounds in the two D stages. Yeah. Climbing up those vertically, and it's like, oh wait, uh, when how would that work in right. the two D games? Because it's flat. You don't. It's not three D. It's not representing three D. So that's a good thing. They had yeah. it, in the original one. They did have like a couple of items. Um, yeah, they're like to a remember sprite specifically for Cat what Mario, it was. Right? Yeah. Well, not only that, but like there were, were items that wouldn't switch over because they were only in one of the games. And I'm trying to remember what they were. I New think Super it was the Marbles? boot where you could ride in the boot Karibos from like boot? part two. two? Yeah, um, or three. Yeah. Or three. Other, yeah. And then when you'd switch over, if you swapped pallets, it would actually, you wouldn't be able to use that. You know, there were certain items that just wouldn't function, so they'd disappear and eat or become something else. But, yeah, with the 3D world, it seems like there's just, like, a lot of different functionality that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. They talked about, like, clear pipes, I could see technically working in 2D. Those I got to say, yeah, clear those, pipes those. was the one asset that stuck out at being, I would be really disappointed not to put those in just all of the 2D ones, because why well, Yeah, not? it doesn't sound I mean, like it is. Or even, like, if they don't function like clear pipes where you you know you'd use them to travel visibly like that like why not still not just be able to make the pipes clear you know <laughs> yeah I wonder, I wonder if there's any conflict with like the sprites or something uh, like like right. some, some sort, sort of object designs in the older oh, games knows, might not yeah. wor- something that they Wouldn't just in their play testing right, they're yeah. like ah that doesn't quite work right mm. um but those, there are definitely some things and they like they talk about like the blinking blocks and the, yeah the, yeah the blocks that kind of follow the invisible paths and stuff and like you Conceivably, should be able to do that. In yeah, but it's interesting because they yeah. put them. They put those under the Super Mario 3D stuff in the email under like the. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, so it was like, in that whole section. Yeah, so it's like, are those some of these not just restricted? Like Cat Mario is obviously restricted to this, yeah. but like, yeah, our clear pipes, our track blocks, the the yeah. the block cell falling path, the uh, blood segment, or the piranha creepers. Uh, mm, you yeah, know, draw yeah. the path and then uh, you know they'll, they'll follow you like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's even restricted. the Koopa Troopa car. It's like. They only showed that in 3D because I think it's restricted to 3D. Is it because yeah. like the model and stuff? But like, there's nothing that says I couldn't work in 2D technically. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's curious why actually they wouldn't include Unless it. Unless right? maybe there's, I don't know. Maybe there's you know again with the way the assets are designed, like there's just a whole other, you know, like physics system and engine and everything that's running that. Yeah. That's very separate from what I the rest of the games are. Wonder if it's something are. physics related that they couldn't quite get right or something. Talking about that, maybe I can bring up this point because sure. it kind of connects to it. Um, that was one thing that hasn't been uh, talked about yet that I'm really curious is um, one of the things in the first one was you ran into a, quite a few limitations with the number of assets you could use within your level, right? Mm. And yeah. so different assets had different – like you could place a lot more bricks than you could of certain types of enemies and stuff like that. And, sure, because uh, enemies, as simple as it is, they have AI attached right. to them. Yeah, yeah, and more complicated. So you don't. Uh, the thing is, there would never be a clear way of knowing, like, well, how many of this or how many of that, and that would change depending what you use. I assume you know certain items would just become grayed out. But I'm hoping that there's like a massive expansion in the number of assets you can yeah. use because the first one really needed that. I mean. 
even one time I tried to design a level where just using one horizontal canvas, I tried to split up into quadrants just using a single thick brick line, but I tried to separate yeah. the entire stage into two vertical with rooms and stuff and I couldn't even get to the end using even single uh, bricks you know what I mean so that's a problem I think and I'm hoping I would assume they have the power uh, on the switch to do it I, I don't think why not that they do yeah there definitely should be more power memory I mean, at, uh, available they showed yeah. several shots where you have a massive amount of moving enemies on screen at the same time you know but oh, I'm wondering yeah. about in the whole level if there will be a limit to a, a much higher ceiling to how many assets you could use. And, um, I mean, the thing that would be amazing really is if the thing they would could... be amazing if there was a limit break. We're like, oh, you've hit the limit, but then you find some way <laughs> to smack it. If they could give you a percentage, blood is what I was going to say. If they could give you a percentage, okay. like, so, so that if you hit that limit, you could then know, like, well, what is using what percentage? Like, what if I delete three uh, of these yes. creatures? Yes, yes, yes. Will it mean I, like I can then yeah. get f six of the? You know what I mean? Like, like a, some kind of value yeah. to things in terms of memory or like whatever. A, like File Finder on your PC and stuff, they'll show yeah. you like every folder, like what's the biggest size and stuff. It's like, and, and like you said, percent, like making sure like a, a graph or something, like a like a pie chart, right? And like you say, it'd be like the paratroopers are taking up like five percent. Like exactly, why? Yes. And it's like, oh, you you stack them different types too close, and you put like you you I don't know, like whatever reason, or you you, you too many like ground tiles or whatever yeah. for the ground take up like twenty five percent. It's like. Do I really need to use that many, or could I like right. cut corners? It would make you right. design yeah. in a more efficient way. It'd be so helpful because mm. a lot of times in the past, when you run into those walls, you just like have to start guessing and deleting stuff, and that kind of sucks, you know. Because if you knew exactly what was causing you taking up what uh, you know amount of memory, you could like you know decide, okay, I need to make this part of it more efficient, or oh, I really don't need this if I get you know it's causing me to sacrifice so much of the other part. So I don't know if they'll include that, but if nothing else, I hope the limits are way, way, way higher. You yeah. Know, so we can really oh, yeah. use a I massive too, number yeah. of assets. And, For sure. Um, and also the canvas sizes related to that. The size of the canvas. They did show us now you can do vertical sub-levels and everything, which is awesome, uh, vertical canvas and, and horizontal. But um, in terms of, like, the actual scale of yeah. horizontal, like, that, I think, definitely could be expanded upon, you know, like the horizontal levels or uh, horizontal levels. The vertical space within the horizontal level should be a lot greater. And, okay. And yeah. Right yeah. Okay. Uh, the horizontal levels are fine because most of the time those are uh, – Scrolling often, but um, especially the vertical levels or the vertical levels. Okay, but on the horizontal Starting levels, to get mixed up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the horizontal levels, uh, having a lot more vertical space. Got it. Uh, I think would yeah, be so helpful. Yeah, you had some you know, like alternate paths up there and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. got to do that. Um, they spent a good amount of time talking about. We already talked about like the player profile stuff like that mm -hmm. when they, they started going into the online stuff, but then they got into like multiplayer. How you gonna yeah. play? Multiplayer, not creating multiplayer, yeah. but playing multiplayer, and uh, yeah, they got a versus mode. Yeah, <laughs> a multiplayer versus mode in yeah. Super Mario Maker with, with Two. Ian's hated uh, bouncing <laughs> characters. Yes, there's that you can run into other characters and you will bounce them around. Yep. And uh, they're like, they were showing like, yeah, like maybe staying behind is a better tactic, or you know, 
like boss battles, like, well, maybe you want to like set your differences aside. I was like, no, yeah, no, no not at all. <laughs> yeah, said so maybe set your differences aside for the boss battle. You're like, no. So, yeah, how do you feel about them? Like, and it's gonna be like a category to like search for, so they'll encourage people to make levels like that. Yeah, how do you feel about like them rolling in like, like a, a competitive angle to this in terms of like a multiplayer competitive angle in this? I love it because you know it all the co-op Mario was already basically like fighting against being competitive, <laughs> you know, because it's like super hard to play co- cooperatively even in uh, some of the well-designed levels. So this makes it really fun because you're thinking, as a designer, you're thinking in a totally different way. You're thinking in a way of making it so that there is only one way to get through this. You know, you narrow passage. There are choke points. There are areas where you know you're going to create yeah. fights, you know, and stuff like that. And that's a lot of fun because that's a completely different approach to how you'd be designing you know, uh, even a co-op level, anything, you're thinking about things totally differently. Or, like, have a switch that, like, puts, you know, like, that actually triggers a thwomp, and, like, whoever gets up to that switch first is just going to crush the other people. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds, dude, you can make, like, (laughs) little mini battle arenas within the level that you temporarily involve in, and then you can keep progressing. You can do, like, so many things. Hey, you can use, like, complete objectives, like, you know, First person to kill like X amount of enemies or something, oh, putting people yes, in a room dude, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so cool. The objectives with the co-op. and like that person four person battle royale. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting if like oh you could start them at different parts okay. of the map. Like that would be awesome. Royale. I really wish you could do that. Have pick if yeah, they, have pickups like have like a fire flower over dude, here and a cape oh over there. That would be sick. If they can't do that, Dawn, yeah. here's another thing for you. Yeah. Start so everyone starts in room A or room one. Yeah. And it's like kill the enemies. Yeah. Whoever does it, they get to pass through the door, like or or it, they pass through the door and then like it it drops like, you know, everyone down or something. And like you lose, like you lose people each room or whatever. Like only three oh, people make yes. it through. So like one person's axe <laughs> each level. So you make like a four room challenge or three room oh, challenge. Chambers or of makes death. Or the end or whatever. Four or you, you drop death. them down to like a lower level where it's just like a, like it's just a hallway, uh-huh. and they gotta wait for everyone to complete. And then the person who's up there gets like you know a power up or something. So they have a benefit in the next one. So do three room challenges. Everyone who the l- worst person falls down to the little hallway below it, <laughs> and you, so they keep walking right with the people who advance right to each floor. And then a the person keeps falling down. And after you get to the last room, okay, that person won. You get a fire flower now. Then you all rejoin and do like another set of rooms. Like that would yeah, be so dude. cool. Like doing oh, challenge man. rooms and yeah. the weakest link falls. Oh, dawn. Super the battle fun. royale thing. If they could battle do royale that, would be fun. Yes. Like, if you could assign starting positions oh, that are on yes. different parts of multiple. Mm. Oh, dude, that would yes. change. Everything. Or again, like kind of like a trial by fire kind of thing, where like it's the first. So kind of a similar thing, where like the first person gets into a room and like they get a power up. But then it also triggers like a flame, uh-huh. like that blocks the whole hallway. So everyone has to pass through that flame, and so yeah. <laughs> the only person with the power up is the first person got in that room. So you're automatically, yeah, you're just stacking you're, advantages yeah. as you go through. <laughs> in the first game for co-op, like because we have there's four player co-op in this one. Yeah. Did you ever see any like in terms of co-op the level of intricacy? What if you could start? Four people in different spots, mm-hmm. and each person has to solve their room to let other people advance to the next room. Oh, so yes. like, oh, yeah, yes, okay. dude. yeah, yes. so like, uh, like uh, let's just do, let's do two player for the sake of making it easier. So it's like I move to room A, and you move to room A, like like on like we're above each other, above and below. Yes, like I can't advance, but 
until you solve your puzzle. Dude. You solve it, it opens the room for me. I'm yes. in the next room. Now I gotta solve my puzzle so you can get there. And in some rooms, we need both of us in there. To, oh. You're brilliant, Damiani. That would be I mean, I've seen it before. Uh, the, it's well, not my yeah, idea. the new Kirby. No, but the new Kirby. Uh, yeah. Is it still the new? I don't know. Was uh, right? That's still the year, yeah, yeah. For Switch, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the most recent. That one did it brilliantly on several levels where okay. it was like splitting the level where you'd be, you'd have got, you know, you're because you form your little team. But uh, if you're doing co-op, you know, yeah, you'd be on the top, you'd be on the bottom, and it was, and a lot of those were auto scrolling too so there's like mm -hmm. pressure of like these people need to complete something to let these people go and there's like you know all these like threats that are constantly yeah. bearing down on them I didn't even think about that that's a whole different way of thinking of designing <laughs> levels too which would be really fun I like that jeez um, they also offered another uh, they revealed how you're going to be able to play with other people mm. essentially so there's a there's nearby play if up to four players each own a Nintendo Switch system and a copy of the game, so it's not not the old way of one person owns a game right. and like you all can yeah. locally I mean, download still it. Games that do that, but there not are this still, one, yeah. but I, they feel like they're moving away from that a little mm -hmm. bit more. Um, the one person can set up a virtual room as long as they have a stable, persistent internet connection that everyone else joins as well, like that. Yeah. Um, but like it's gonna, you're going to be playing online with other people essentially. Yeah. This is the only way you can play like locally with other people, but there's no traditional local co-op though. It's mm. all online with other people. You can play with friends. I'm sure there would be a friends mode or a random people mode. But uh, there, it's more of them pushing you towards, like, this game requires an online subscription for a lot of uh, the content to access it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I wonder, like, yeah, how, how do you both – I mean, w was this expected? We've talked about this a lot. Yeah, was it expected? And do you feel like what they've done justifies uh, – do you feel they've done enough to justify it or not? I mean, I think it was expected I mean, in terms of – Justification. I mean, there's that's like a, the whole gigantic yeah. argument that's gone back to the beginning of Xbox Live. So, yeah. Um, well, I guess let me rephrase it. Are you, are either of you sad that there is no traditional local like co-op? I mean, did the first game have anything like that? Uh, no. I just think that's yeah. another thing. Like we were just playing uh, a Switch game called Unruly Heroes mm. on Group Stream. And, like, one of the issues that you have to solve is what happens when people go off screen, you know? What happens when people die? And, you know, we've, we've seen, like, the new Super Mario Brothers games tackle that. We've seen Rayman games tackle that. But, like, I think this is a game where, like, it, they didn't have as much of a budget, probably. And so we saw, like, oh, they're... That can be problematic if you don't get it perfect, you know, to where, like, somebody would revive me and I wouldn't pop up where I expected and I would just die the second later and have to wait to get revived again. So I, I think that they just wanted to avoid having to deal with that whole mess on top of the myriad ways that people could design yeah. levels. I guess my issue with the uh, my concern with the, the nearby play option is that you do need four individual switches, um, mm -hmm. you can, I mean, if, if you had four switches, we brought them into the, the streaming room, four of our switches. We still have to have one person go online and join their room. So we're technically playing online. Yeah, that part which is forces, weird. Which forces yeah. us, we all four of us need, or one, I, I'm assuming only one of us needs the paid subscription Yeah, at it the sounds like the host needs the Yeah, have the paid subscription. So at least you can run up, but why it's still kind of like forcing somebody yeah. to be a part of that ecosystem, whereas... We, the question, the obvious question is, if we just have four switches and that functionality exists, why do we need to go online? Why can't we just play the, uh, the level we downloaded together yeah. now? That's you know? a very good point. Yeah, yeah I guess it, that's the question that's going to come up. It is, yeah. Like Blood Maybe said, it ties it, into the the maker progression stuff and the achievements, and they want to be able to make sure everyone gets rewarded properly. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. 
Mm. Yeah, I didn't think of that as well. Um, not a huge surprise, but yeah, you're right. That feels a little odd that you're saying, well, why wouldn't we be able to, especially if we do bring yeah. switches? I mean. uh, yeah. Hmm. Um, I wonder, too, how much they want to like be able to like provide people like those stats of like how many people are playing their levels. Hmm. But then they do have the, the offline download option, so I don't know how that plays into that, whether you just it just you know updates the number when you reconnect or something mm. well, remainder of the stuff out in here is more about the details of the release and stuff so before we move on to that don was there any things we didn't touch upon content wise that you still want to uh let me look, talk about let me scan through here real fast i think we pretty much uh touched on most of the important things i wanted to mention um link well Oh yeah, no, you know, no over. Uh, something we we didn't see oh, an yeah. over. One thing I was really, really hoping yeah. for, which we haven't seen yet, which still may be there, is to be able to link levels together to create your own mini world, and also in doing that, maybe having a overworld map maker yeah. that went with this. You same thing. You break the different styles down. You know, Mario uh, Three and uh, Super Mario World and. Uh, have the overworld you could design would be super fun i've always been a huge fan of little overworld maps even if it's just navigating the levels and that'd be so fun to design something like that but who knows i mean it still may be there you got me excited when you brought that idea up on the stream our reaction stream don yeah and thinking about it now i really hope at some point they can make it a possible even if it's not launched it's something they patch in later yeah because not only is it cool just to see your levels strung together with an overworld map but imagine, like, now you have to think about, can you make secret exits in your level? Yeah. And make branching paths secret on the world levels, map. Dude. Oh, yeah. like, yeah, like Mario, like Super yeah. Mario World. It's yeah. like, oh, there's conditions you can trigger. Yes, it's like, yes, yes. Dude, that, that so changes cool. the whole dynamic there because then you could, like, upload. What if you have to upload like a world now? Like here is my Dino World, and which comes with six custom levels, and you know, like a, a one br- like one's a secret level. See if you can find it and stuff. It's like that would be stunning, dude. That'd and be imagine so because they have the level <laughs> conditions now, right. you could almost make it like yes. a tiny little RPG in a way where you have to go, you can even have to replay level. Like you could you know get something in one level that gives you access to another level that then you'd have to revisit one of the other levels you were already at. You know. To go back and forth to make like a tiny little simple RPG would be neat. So um, good. The what else? Uh, oh, and I guess one big question I have that we brought up uh, on our reaction was um, how it'll work if you know at home, right? Um, mm. The Wii U was so particularly perfect for Mario Maker. The gamepad made so much sense. And I often played the game uh, either just straight off the gamepad at old game trailers. I used to bring my Wii U in all yeah. the time, and I'd have it in the office, and I'd often just be playing, you know, completely off the gamepad. But at home, I you'd always be playing with the gamepad because it was, you know, required, but it was, like, essential. And it was this constant back and forth. There was never a time where you just looked at the TV and played. And so I'm curious how that'll work with the docking feature. And you mentioned maybe a cable or something I think would be really help. So that you can essentially use the you know switch as your gamepad, and still go back and forth with the big screen because it just I don't know it, it was really fun you know it worked great in the first one and it'd be a shame if we lost that aspect. Yeah, I that's why I was like that's why I was always hoping like something about a new switch revision would be announced on top of this, especially during yeah, this direct, right, because yeah. that pro- I, I know you've had that like 
concern or that question you yeah. want to be answered. I know other people have that question about well, how do I get all that back? That I everything I had, the benefits I had of playing on the Wii U with the gamepad and the television screen yeah. at the same time. How will I get that on Switch? And that's has not been answered. Right. It doesn't seem right. like it probably will be answered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know if there's any way yeah. to firmware update to where it you know keeps the screen on while you know you're connected. Yeah, I th- yeah. I feel like I mean the, you'd need you would need another type of need, uh, connection. They, they yeah. would yeah. probably have to make a new type of like clamp thing that goes on the bottom mm. that like essentially splits the signal, like, tells it to stay on while also takes the video signal. Yeah. It probably needs to be powered as well, like the dock, but something that doesn't cover up the screen. So, like, you probably have to, like, like a clamp, you probably snap on the bottom of your Switch. Yeah. And then it has, like, an HDMI out to your TV. So, like, you still, like, you know, still got to play it. It will not be, I doubt, it, it'll have to be wired. Absolutely. It'll have to be a wired yeah. connection. But you could still hold your Switch and play it while going to that. Which. Even that. It's possible, but I don't it's know. It's not do ideal, that. Yeah. but you know, it would be really nice. Just yeah, like give us like a twenty foot cable or something, and just you know, so you don't have any trouble with that. Yeah, uh, I mean, it would be more expensive for sure. But the Wii U clearly, you know, did it. So I wonder if it would even be possible for like some way to like create like a little wireless hub. Mm-hmm. You know, that just like takes the signal from the switch and then takes oh, the like TV. Apple TV and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like, okay, it seems yeah. like it's yeah. Amazon, what is it? Fire Amazon Fire TV, or yeah, connect or not connect, but Kindle. it's just like, yeah, just like a whole different dimension of engineering. So that's yeah. why I'm not sure that, like, you know, could they do that with the firmware update or is it just too far out there? So that's but so that's the thing though, that's a part of the issue though, is because here's the thing okay, you using the stylus on the gamepad was an essential part of the first game, which I imagine has to be an essential part of this game. So if you lose that though, when you're at home, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not able to use your Switch as the gamepad that you're you assigning, you know, drawing the assets, etc then that's bringing in a whole new thing of, well, then that means there is some other way of controlling it, I assume, just with the infrared signal from the uh, Wiimotes. Um, it, it changes the game. It changes yeah. the gameplay. And it was so, so, so perfect before that it feels like it would be a slight step down in a way to not yeah. be able to I mean, that. I think, to me, it's fine to be able to use a stylus on the, the gamepad and not need a larger screen. Right. Uh, but it... I mean, there are certain, I mean, again, like going back to the design challenge videos, like that was a thing that actually helped a lot because like you could be changing things and we could like see it very clearly and communicate. Whereas if it's just the switch and like, okay, um, you know, and like you're trying to point at stuff like really awkwardly over somebody's shoulder. And it felt really good. I mean, it was one of the greatest feelings to sit on your couch and just, you know, I'd be like here, I'd be there, I'd be moving around, testing the level, you're back here. There's something like so natural and good about it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, going back and forth. And the other thing that it brings up, though, is, okay, so if we're just playing in portable switch mode, then for extended periods of time with a stylus, like um, the other thing that was actually good for Mario Maker was the bulk of the gamepad, was those big fat molded Uh. handles because you could hold it with one hand for extended periods of time and do the stylus. Yeah. Whereas with this, you know, you get fatter some, and lighter you get at some the same nasty time, yeah. cramps on your switch if you're holding, because you basically have to hold it like this if you're doing one hand. You know, for an extended period of time with a flat hand is what I'm doing. I wonder if the there's listeners. any way with uh, the Switch dock that they could find a way to 
make the the Wii if you have a Wii U gamepad connect to dock switch. Oh, dude! So you can see the signal on that. <laughs> Problem oh, solved. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it would be kind of funny. funny if you I had like. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Kind of <laughs> like a, like yeah. an easel or like an arm that they have for for a mic stand, and like you just have like this. This arm that like puts your sw- switch in front of you like a canvas, but then like it also yeah. like plugs in so that it can be charging while you're drawing. Yeah, <laughs> they do have though like perif- um, third party uh, uh, like gr- you know cases that have yeah. the big bulky handles. I guess so that's just the workaround mm-hmm. for now. But who knows? Maybe uh, one of the future uh, they'll maybe they'll offer an alternate uh, Wiimote that'll be like a rounded you know shape. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, anything else? No, I guess that was about it. I think we covered a good amount. Yeah, so you, you uh, they talked a lot about uh, how this thing's going to be available. Um, and one of the things we'll get to is something you mentioned about the one of the ways you want, one of the things you want to use to play Super Mario Maker, um, which is not mentioned at all in any of these things. So before I dive into all the, the bundles and the things they're offering for you, in the North American video presentation for this, as far as we know, we, like, we watched this three hours after it went live. Uh, everyone in chat that we asked seemed to not be able to come up with it. And even the email we got from Nintendo mentioned no mention of a stylus for North American consumers. Yeah, which is bizarre because yeah. we've known about it in Japan for weeks. Uh, the exact same direct mm-hmm. in the UK mm-hmm. shows the stylus. Yep. We got nothing. <laughs> got no idea. The, the, Exclusive to GameStop? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is the possible explanation, though? What are some possible We don't know. The, so I, mean, I think uh, there was clarification on the UK one. Apparently, that is exclusive to a, cole- a, a special edition of some right. kind. Oh, okay. It's Japan all- is the same thing. It's yeah. a limited edition. Yeah. You can also buy the limited edition uh, digitally, and you'll get a, a, like a voucher um, for the stylus in Japan. But nothing here. I feel like... the. The only thing I can come up with, Don, mm. is that the, the it will there's more people who are going to buy it in North America, and they know how many people are going to try and pre-order it, and they just can't. They know there's no way to keep up with that. They, they will not have enough supply for it, and if they make it a limited edition that sells out really fast, they could see like oh like people stunt the sales a little bit. Yeah, I mean, my people might be upset or people. It, basically, I feel like it might be simple as they don't think they can make enough or mm-hmm. they don't want to make enough for everyone for this game because think of it, Wii U came with one, 3DS came with one. Yeah. Like it wasn't like the game that came with it; it was the system. So anyone who was buying it already had one. Now it's like we have to supply this for one game, and this theoretically gets to be like one of the only games that ever uses it like this so, extra cost to it so you're saying there's a possibility that it wouldn't even be available though period they even, might just, even as its own thing they you might buy separately they might they might leave it up to the community to be like find alternative solutions like is there a third party for not for switch but yeah. for other devices a type of stuff oh, yeah. that will work definitely for this? out there and then yeah. the people just be like go buy this one off Amazon go buy this and right. they're hoping people who really want this will just go do it so they're passing the buck on so the question is though but if for the people that aren't going to do that, how do they intend you to play? You know. Well, they yeah they showed uh, they showed the Joy Cons. Joy Cons. Yeah. yeah. That just it doesn't yeah. make sense. Like uh, I mean, there's look, I have total faith in Nintendo, so I think they like have this figured out, obviously. But to me, at this point, it's like I need some kind something to create an epiphany because I don't understand how this game would work without a stylus. Like it's so essential to the core part of playing it. Like not having the stylus. Even with, uh, 
really accurate, you know, uh, infrared just doesn't feel right. And I just don't see them withholding this the the, the announcement. Uh, there's there's one other possible explanation. Yeah, because I don't see them withholding this announcement. Like this is something you want to say now. Like you oh, want to yeah. like, like I saw someone like, well, they're gonna shadow drop or not shadow. They're gonna announce it at E3 is like it's part of a surprise because they want surprise at E3. I'm like, that seems a little weird to say for E3. The reason I could see why they might, it might be happening, but they can't announce it because it's not it's not inked the deal is whoever they're using to supply yeah. the, the 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 stylus for them. Um, there could be an issue with that. The deal might not be finalized, as I said. You know, they might run into a production problem, and they're like, "We can't announce it till it's actually official," because that's like, you know, we can get sued for that. Yeah. Like, you know, let's we gotta wait. So maybe there'll be a follow up once. Mm-hmm. Like the hopeful, optimistic version is, oh, it's gonna be. It w- there will be a version that has it. It's just they gotta wait to. They're waiting on something before they can officially say yeah. it will be available. Whereas in like the UK and Japan, they're using a different supplier, obviously, yeah. and it's like, oh, they they've got their things figured out already. It's just strange because I really assumed, yeah, on this direct they were gonna announce show it and they were gonna show that it was just gonna be packaged with not a special edition or anything like that was just gonna be yeah. packaged with it as part of it. Because even on the first Mario Maker it was like that was a whole part of the gameplay they constantly showed. They would show a hand, even part of the game graphics, yeah. you know. They would have the hand in there with the stylus and on this they just showed gameplay, but you never saw how those objects were really being placed or being moved in actual, you know, yeah. actuality. Um, that should be interesting, but I think who knows? It's, it's there's got to be a way. <laughs> it's a stylus. Yeah, like a little alarming, but I mean, there's still there's technically still time. Yeah, but I don't think they're withholding it because it's a secret, like a surprise. They want. Yeah, no, it's right. something it's odd though. Something it's else. odd yeah. that they have. I think too, you know, as we saw this, you know, the solution in Japan with the digital version. I think yeah. the digital version makes this a whole lot more complicated. I think Nintendo really wants to be able to sell right, it digitally, right, right, yeah. right, and yeah. they're making a lot more money digitally That's a very this good generation. Point. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now, what? Oh, how do we do this? Yeah. You know, what, probably, is, what is the actual logistics of making this work? They probably might be working with uh, retailers yeah. to yeah. secure like that deal. Like uh, if they come up with a voucher, like we're going to send you like a hundred, you know, yeah. individual styluses or styli. I forget for. Uh, for people to redeem, we will cover the like they're gonna have to cover the cost, but like they need to go in person. We don't want to have to mail these out, but maybe they do a collaboration with GameStop. It's like if you pre-order digitally, you'll get a code that you can go into your GameStop and redeem for a while supplies last or yeah. something. Yeah, that's and they true. could maybe yeah. just be available for five dollars for everybody else. Yeah. Right, they'd have to, right? Yeah, it would have mm. to be available when you purchase the game. Uh, but I didn't think about that, though. Yeah, what about, I, I really didn't, that is the digital is what's causing the problem. Because what about people that are just downloading the game, then they have to wait to get their stylus delivered? Even You know, that's kind of weird. Yeah, there's, yeah that's... Yeah, Unless that's, you pre-order, I guess. I think Yeah, I think it's just a logistical thing that's holding mm-hmm. it up at this point. I bet there will be some kind of availability mm-hmm. for us. What, what, it, what it will be remains to be seen. On that point, have either of you used your touchscreen on your Switch at all for anything? Uh, just out of curiosity? I've definitely, um, yes. what is that, Severed? I played Severed on there. How was your experience with the touchscreen? Because I haven't even, I haven't I thought it was mine. fine. It was yeah. good, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you, just, I mean, just using your finger. Yeah. It was yeah. basically like the gamepad, but slightly better. I mean, uh. Um, well, I mean, the f- screen is definitely glassier, right? So it feels a little bit more like a phone yeah. or an iPad or something, yeah. Hmm. 
Mine was just for Final Fantasy X on Switch. Mm. There, there's a menu you can bring up with a tap on the left side. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, it's just like and a it's tap. it's just tapping. It's nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and same with you. There wasn't anything where you had to actually... No. Yeah. Severed, there's a lot of like... But it's like just, just motions, right? That, yeah. It's not actually like moving things or anything. I wonder. Yeah, maybe going through like opening a game or something. Sometimes I've like just hit it. Like, it double tap it, open mm. the game or something like that. But... Yeah, I don't really feel like a desire. I to use eat. it a lot for uh, putting in codes in the eShop. Just type. It's a lot easier for me to type. Oh, interesting. On yeah. the, the touchscreen rather than yeah, you know, moving the, the mm. control stick or whatever. Very curious how they're going to mm. work this whole stylus thing out. We did get details on other things about how it's going to be available. Though. Yeah. Let's go with, uh, really quick for those you know who just haven't read it or seen it yet. But I mean, uh, it's coming out June twenty eighth. Um, it'll be a, there is a, a standalone version in stores and digitally um, on that day. There'll also be a bundle that includes Super Mario Maker Two and a 12-month individual membership to Nintendo Switch Online at a suggested retail price of 69.99, so $10 more than the base game. And they say that's a, a savings of 9.99 off the suggested retail price if you bought each of those separately. Yeah. So you're saving and about it's 10 stacks. bucks. So if you're already a member, yep. you, you get that extra. That's the yeah. key uh, selling point. That's a good thing. Yeah, so if you're like, oh, uh, I always forget to renew. Might as well just buy this now and like get yep. the stack. So yeah, that's going to... That'll solve your problem there. They also announced a new voucher system that will be rolling out with the beginning of uh, with Mario Maker 2. Uh, basically, for $99.99, if you are a paid online Nintendo subscriber, for $99.99, you can purchase a set of two Nintendo games with these uh, the pair of vouchers. So it's a list of eligible games. But assume their full price, fifty nine ninety nine each. It will be a saving. Of but that's the weird thing. I was looking at the list, and yeah. some of those games are fifty dollar games. That's a problem. And so I'm like, you're paying a hundred dollars up front, but some of these games you're not getting any savings on. Like, well, what is Mario Maker Two is fifty nine ninety nine. So let's say if you use right. it for at least you, you maximum savings of roughly twenty nineteen ninety nine essentially if you bought two full price. Uh, yep. 59.99 games. But I don't think you have to use the one for Mario Maker. You don't have to. No, yeah, it's, it's not just them for it's any just rolling games. out. Yeah, uh, starting with Mario Maker would be the newest game you can use on. Though people are saying Fire Emblem was eligible because it is on the coming soon in the oh, eShop. Oh, was, was there? Yeah. Okay, apparently, um, or someone said it was announced somewhere. They kept showing a lot of older games. So, yeah. but Bloodworth, yeah, whatever the price difference is, you theoretically could save anywhere from up to 19.99 all the way to. It wasn't you. You didn't save any money. Yeah, yeah, basically. You buy somehow buy two games. Every game I saw was either fifty nine ninety nine or forty nine ninety nine. So you could pick two forty nine ninety nine games and not save any money. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, you didn't save any money. You just like bought it at cost. I just don't get why they're on the list. I don't understand. It's it's interesting. Um, but the it's meant to be. Do you want to like? Buy two games digitally, and do you want to like you were gonna buy them anyway? Yeah, save save like twenty bucks. It's another incentive to be a part of the online ecosystem, essentially. And they said the second voucher is good for a year, I guess. up to a year. And it yeah. sounds like it's the promotion is only running for yeah. a, a limited window as well. Yeah, you can only get the vouchers through the end of July. Yeah, so I'll be curious though to see you know future games that come out. I assume not all of them will be included in that voucher, right? Yeah, just. Well, I mean, there'll be games that are probably won't be in the eShop yet. They, if they're not in the eShop listing, you can't apply it to it. Uh-huh. So, yeah, if it comes to – if you buy by the end of July and you wait till a year later when the promotion is ex- about to expire, the last date, the end of next July, yeah. uh, 2020, 
if it's on the eShop yet, you can't use it on it. So yeah. whatever future games beyond that date mm-hmm. that aren't listed, yeah, you're out of luck. But I mean, theoretically, you could buy two when these go live. If they're, I forget they're live now or when they're going live. But if you bought two of these, you either theoretically sit on them and be like, I'm going to use one for Animal Crossing. Yeah, right. when that right. becomes yeah. available. Yeah. I'm going to use one for something that comes out next year. It's yeah. just, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting system, and it's curious because um, I, I, I'm, I'm curious why they've chosen to do it this way rather than giving discounts. It makes me feel like they've got to be applicable for some sort of giveaways or something like that, you know, or... Um, you know, maybe, I don't know, like maybe like you participate, you know, like the old Nintendo surveys and things like that. Oh, yeah. You know, like somehow you oh, participate yeah. in some surveys. You get, not only do you get your gold coins and your silver coins, but you, oh, there's a, you, you, you've earned a voucher. And like, oh, woo! Yeah. 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 Well, hey, because you can currently use your coins to, you can use them. Yeah, to, you can to do s- that already. Yeah. Yeah, for discounts and stuff as well. That's like, yeah, they're, they're trying a new take on the loyalty system, which is like discounts because. I think at the end of the day, while there are people who like getting the old Club Nintendo system, I get a reward. Like, I get, like, a statue or a poster, which are really awesome. I got a Mario hand A broader, <laughs> I think a broader spectrum of consumers are more interested in, I save five bucks on this yeah. thing. I save ten bucks on this thing. Like, discounts, I think, will always be the most popular and widely yeah. adopted um, kind of, like, system, a loyalty system, essentially, over, like, reward systems that get you like gifts and stuff it's like eh, yep. it's okay N- nintendo of america never gave us all the cool japanese soundtracks that, either oh. that's true <laughs> somehow that's, somehow they would true. end up for sale in other shops and i never understood that yeah. I'm like well i'm buying it now <laughs> oh yeah because they probably had like the stores probably uh, had codes somehow you know i don't know how maybe they like whatever use GameStop. if they again they want to sell a game used or whatever Maybe they took the code. I don't know. Like, be interesting. Someone, someone, explain how all those shops had the 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 Super Famicom controller for Wii. That yeah. I got. Like, how how were so many of those available on like PlayAsia or whatever yeah. at the time? I was like, well, I'm buying one. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go, let's go ahead. Um, but yeah, that uh, the they ended it with uh, after the vouchers. They they ended it with just saying that there's going to be um as part of the festivities of E3 leading up to E3 as well. In addition to the Splatoon and the Smash Brothers thing they're doing, tournaments, they're going to do a Mario Maker 2 Invitational yeah. on uh, June 8th. And they gave a description of it. Because I was like, how is this working? Oh, is, cool. is it going to be like the when they did the Mario Maker thing in the uh, video game world champion, oh. Nintendo World Championship thing they did a few years ago? Uh, four members of the Super Mario Maker community will compete in a variety of wild and unpredictable Super Mario Maker 2 courses designed by Nintendo's Treehouse team. Mm. Ah. Yeah. So it's uh, event will open up the festivities at the theater at the Ace Hotel in Los Angeles. At <laughs> yes. Uh, Sorry. Okay. I've worked that venue for like three years. Okay. So <laughs> I Ele- know very well. Starts at uh, 11 a.m. Um, okay. I don't know if this specific event, this the Super Mario Maker 2 Invitational starts at 11 a.m., but all the things happening at day begin at starts at 11 a.m. and will run through the day. Uh-huh. So yeah, that was that was the Mario Maker Two Direct. No yep. surprise announcement at the end. Yeah. Um. Just 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 went to the end. Um. But I got I got some patron questions for you for you both. Cool. Cool. Um. If you want to get through them, we got uh f- some for Mario Maker. Okay. And we got some for Don specifically. All right. Uh, some special I questions. Please the fifth. On uh. So the first. Two. So I will give a shout. I did pick a question from Snowcone Guy, but we we did actually answer it in the course of our discussion. Uh-huh. Um. About the uh the upgradable avatars and stuff. Um. Oh, things yeah. like that. 
this the next question from James. Part of it we could talk about. Um, we answered the second part of the question. We, we talked about a lot of multiplayer level ideas earlier. Oh, yeah. But they actually uh, want to know, hey, allies, with multiplayer versus and co-op being one of the new major additions, how popular do you think it will be compared to playing solo? Mm. Um. In terms of like building the le- people building playing, playing, or, like, or playing, I think like it'll be quite level, popular yeah. for playing. Yeah. I think because it's instantly fun. Um, uh, who knows? The building mm. it, it'll be interesting. I think it's gonna it's it's uh, harder in a lot of ways yeah. because it's harder to think about in many ways, and we don't have like the same like depth of experience and knowledge and art because there haven't been, you know, like competitive multiplayer Mario games, like in the same way as single player. Right. So, uh, we don't have just a whole bunch of ideas already in our minds of like, Oh, and this is a cool thing to do in this level and stuff, you know? So I have a feeling like there won't be a massive amount of levels being created compared to, uh, the single player ones. But I think the mode to play it is going to be great. I think like here, like for easy allies, we're going to have a blast with it. You know, like, Groups of friends are going to have a lot of fun with the mode, you know? I feel like the, uh, Mario Maker 2 can make up like a whole month of group streams. Oh, dude, at least. It <laughs> right. feels like it now, especially. Uh, what do you think, Blood? Yeah, Blood. Um, oh, I like how popular one will be over the other. I think that most people will probably still gravitate towards single player. Um, but, yeah, what like new Super Mario Brothers Wii was like incredibly popular, right? And I'm curious how much multiplayer one of those. I remember we played through that... Um, uh, with with friends like over Thanksgiving like we pretty much like went through that whole game, oh, yeah. uh, but I think they could keep uh, help incentivize people to play the playing part of it to play multiplayer whether it's versus or co op. Um, they could do something like weeklies or dailies essentially. Right. Uh, challenges that you have to fulfill, like complete one versus stage or win a versus stage or something where you earn coins, which you can then spend on the costume stuff. Oh, like yeah. I feel like if they could tie it into a system like that, they could incentivize people to keep playing. And maybe they have like seasonal things like, uh, oh, like this month we're doing like a, uh, a whatever, like a Mario, like Tanuki theme outfit. You can only get like this week if, you know, you get enough coins oh, yeah. or whatever sure. or something yeah, yeah. like that. that I, I think they could do it. But I do think at the end of the day – just by the nature of it, solo will be the most popular. Yeah. But I do see there's a way to keep the multiplayer stuff like going very strong for a long time. It, but it is, I think it's a little bit on Nintendo. I think early on it'll be really popular. Yeah. But if they don't give it any additional support, mm-hmm. it, it will dwindle much. Like the solo will remain pretty stable, but I think the multiplayer will die off much faster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a fun one, okay. um, because we did. I did kind of allude to it. Um, this comes from Botox Games. Cool. On the style select screen, 3D World is listed under extra game styles and includes a clear extra space next to it. Yeah. They mentioned how switching from any other style to 3D World erases all progress, essentially making it entirely unique. Do you think they could have another one hidden or maybe one that they'll add as free uh, as DLC, whether free or not DLC later on? They'd love to see Yoshi's Island personally. Mm. So oh. that that blank space. Yeah, yeah. What what do you want and what do you think they're going to do with that? I mean, I think Yoshi's Island is a good pick yeah. because <laughs> this whole thing with 
it, that gap being different, right, is that, like, you can't, like, mix things mm-hmm. up. And Yoshi's Island is a very Super distinct oh, yeah. art style. Uh, that would yeah. not, yeah. Well, not just the art style, and but, like, just a lot the of mechanics eggs and everything. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Like the sheep, yeah, it would have to be its own thing for uh, sure. I would love but, that. But, like, dude. similarly, like, s- there's so many different things that you could do with Galaxy, although I'm not sure if, like, you know, Galaxy would be too crazy. Um, Galaxy oh. would be limited in the same way they're limiting 3D, right. I guess, yeah. which would be, be interesting. sort of this uh, weird 2D-ish right. variant of Galaxy. Uh, I do think that Odyssey, you know, has a pretty good shot at it. Um, I, I think that there's enough, like, different, you know, additional, like, environments and things in there that could work. There's a lot of mechanics within those environments that could work. Um, and so, like, having yeah. the 2D Odyssey-themed levels, um, I really don't expect any kind of like Mario Mario Land 2 or anything like that. Um, I love the idea of Yoshi's Island, uh, but Damiani, you yeah. had a great idea. I don't think this was original. I know what you're going to say, but it wasn't my idea. Someone else on an earlier, okay. uh, older episode of Friend Code wrote it in when we were originally speculating about this. I think it would be fabulous. What is it? Paper Mario. Yes. Paper <laughs> Mario. Paper Mario would be sick. Yeah, when we read that question, like whatever episode <laughs> it was, I think Kyle was with us. It was we we're just like, oh yeah, yes, so <laughs> good. Super that fun. absolutely would have to be its own rule set absolutely, for sure. Yeah, um, be incredible. Like besides Odyssey, the most obvious one I think is Super Mario sixty four. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I I think they could add. Uh, there are certain things they could add to that. Um, that would keep it separate. Um, but but it would just be a two D. Version still though, right? Like wing, like uh, the, yeah, I guess. But I mean, like, yeah, if you keep it two D, I guess that's different. That's Um, what I don't. Yeah, I was trying to think of like 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 wing cap. Obviously, is flying Metal Mario, Invisible Mario Mm -hmm. could be a thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of the power ups, yeah, I think would work good in a two D setting. Is still like I I was saying with the cloud uh, suit from Galaxy, the cloud. Like I I feel like because it could be three D as well. Like I mean, I guess I thought it was originally. I thought it was next to three D. World because they that one might work with that one as well. Like oh, the, yeah. And I would say Super Mario 64 could work because it could have like things rolling at you in the screen because mm-hmm. they do have like boulders, they have like the rolling platforms that like could roll in and out of the screen that are from like the desert stage inside the pyramid. There are these things that spin around it, you gotta like you'll get squashed by them if you don't jump over them. They could come <laughs> out of the background oh. into the foreground or it could roll back and forth on the side like that, something like that. The poles, yeah. um, like you could do something with that. Uh, it would be cool, but boy, it would be cruel also because you so just so want it to be a 3D <laughs> Mario Maker. Well, that's what I, you know, I, I kind of do wonder, though, if is uh, 64 simple enough that it could be. I think a, it like could be, but, but, it but it would be, have to be its own game almost. So like I don't think it would be yeah. a mode in this. Because I, I mean, I was dreaming of them making since the first one. I was hoping they would do like a sixty-four style three D, which is like kind of low oh. res textures, but make it a three D Mario Maker and simple in the same way sixty-four was. You, you know, you could design levels in there, but um, to do it as a two D version with three D backgrounds, kind of like how they're doing for three D World. I don't know. Um. This was also written into us as a suggestion, and uh-huh. I think it would also, even though it's two D, it would have to probably be its own rule set because one, uh, 
just different aspects of the sizes of things. Uh, either Super Mario Land or Super Mario Land Two Six Golden Coins. Right. Oh, you're yeah. saying like I, yeah. I, like, I, I would think that it would well, the Game Boy basically Game Boy style graphics. That'd be Game neat. Boy's. So likely. That'd be kind of neat. Land would be really That'd hard be a big to surprise. pull off. I think because those. Like they were very much in a transitional phase to where it still looked very much like a game and watch game. Yeah. Um, when I was capturing Game Boy games a couple months ago, it was just like the night and day of, of land to land two. Uh, where it's like land three was still looked a lot like Mario Land yeah. two. Because I know you said you don't think they're gonna do this. Yeah. But, I, I mean, mean, what would be weird is if um, potentially like Super Mario USA slash Mario Brothers two. There's a whole other set of things yeah. there. I would honestly oh, love yeah. that, and I was thinking of that when I was watching this one. But the palettes, the I said, oh, placement. man, I, I wish they had two, you know. Yeah. It's so fun to be able to design oh. with those assets and have those characters available. Uh, and then you get the, like, the, remember the, like, the subcon doors or whatever? Yeah, like, yes. Oh, yeah, get, room. oh my Inside gosh, yes. And, oh, dude, I, I mean, to design with those assets would be super fun, man. I wonder if it could be a, a, a fun one, like All-Stars. Oh yeah, I like thought it, it, like it yeah. does like the All Stars palette for yeah. like all of them. Yeah, All Stars is cool. What was the second one for? Wait, no, I think it was 3DS. It was a traditional one, but with it was something else. Coins. It was like New Super uh, Mario Brothers. User Super Mario Brothers two. Two. Yeah, it was right. a gold coin collecting one. That one. Yeah. That was a really yeah. really fun one, but uh, it had like a slightly unique art style to it, but similar, I guess, to the others. But uh, maybe they'll do Mario's missing. <laughs> <laughs> no, they Dude, won't. That's they, a neat that idea. one will definitely not be it. Dude, <laughs> make an adventure game style. Dude, that'd be a neat idea. <laughs> that'd be really different. There you go. That's a that's an exclusive. Uh, uh, Mario is missing, or Mario teach Mario teaches Mario teaches typing. typing. <laughs> you got a whole other uh, issue there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think honestly. Yoshi's Island or Paper Mario aesthetically would be like my most yeah, desirable choice. That would be incredible. Because yeah, 64 would honestly, I'd, I'd want a 3D Mario Maker at that point. Yeah, it's like, Please it would just be give cruel, me 3D Mario man. Maker. You'd be looking at the background so, and saying, oh no. Ouch. Just, yeah. But uh, yeah, Paper Mario would be incredible. But Yoshi's Island would really, I hadn't even considered that. That would be really sweet. Or our galaxy idea we were talking mm -hmm. about on the stream yeah. about being able to manipulate gravity in multiple points and, yep. and how the gravity, how strong or weak the gravity is. And some oh, of the power-ups in that, I think, would translate cool the same way the cat suit. You know, oh. I mean, the, uh, I think, like, you know, the cloud suit with the three clouds you could generate yeah. and stuff. I think you'd I think also would have to well. use a pointer. Or, or, I mean, you have to use motion because uh, you can have the little blue stars you could grapple. To oh, like, yeah. Yeah, to pull mm -hmm. you along. To sh yeah, shake. Yeah, like, I think it would have to be a separate set. So it also fit yeah. that it's a unique one that doesn't fit into any of the others as well. Dude, that'd be super cool. Yeah. All right, Don, I got two questions for you, not related to Mario Maker 2. Um, one of them is a Mario Maker question. Okay. The first one's from uh, Asbo. Basically, hey, allies, this will be my first time playing Mario Maker, mm -hmm. and I'm really looking forward to it. What advice would a seasoned pro like Don give me? <laughs> <laughs> the advice, one of the f simplest advice I would give to anyone that's just getting into it is when you're first designing your level, try to make the goal of it be that it's fun and not hard. Because I think a mistake a lot of people try to do right when they first start designing is they immediately try to make really challenging things. Um, 
which when you're designing it can be fun because you're testing it so much that, you know, you get to be an expert at it. But then other people, it's not always that fun. You know what I mean? Because if it's just a difficult level that's not really well designed, it can feel just like a troll level, you know no, what I mean, okay, often. Yeah, yeah. And whereas um, if you're just trying to make it fun and not thinking of making it challenging at first, then you can layer on challenging elements to it as you continue to design. But you can also immediately get the satisfaction of sharing it with your friends, even locally as you're designing it, whatever the case may be, so that, you know... Um, you can enjoy that aspect of the game because that's one of the funnest parts of the game is sharing it with people and, you know, getting their feedback and, like, you know. Um, but a lot of times, if you're just trying to make it challenging right out of the gate, you end up with levels that... Because it's hard to make a, a really well-designed challenging level, you know. But it's easy to make, like, a level that just feels like a troll thing, you know. like So, uh, yeah, so I would say when you're first designing, have keep in mind that it doesn't need to be too hard at first, uh, but you're trying to create elements within the level that are fun to do, you know, platforming that's fun, you know, just that makes you feel good. And um, and then you can make it more complicated as you go. I don't know. That's the initial advice mm. I would give to someone because I a lot of times I notice that, that people just start making crazy crap, like tons, <laughs> of, tons of enemies are just weird, hard, hard jumps and this and that. And um, yeah. it's not always, you know, f as fun to share with people then when it's like that. I feel like, yeah, that's good advice, Don. Because even if you, I feel like if you're even going to make a, try and attempt to make a hard level, mm -hmm. it still needs to be fun while also being hard. So learn right. how to make a yeah, fun level yeah, and first. and build up from there. Yeah. yeah. Really good advice. Yeah. I like that, Don. Cool. Uh, this last question from Rammer uh, is about a game series Don really loves. Ha Howdy, allies. This question is for Don. Hmm. If you had the chance to revive the Wave Race franchise, <laughs> oh, no. what would be some of your hopes and dreams for the game? Personally, I would love to see an open-world racing adventure game with a story arc invo involving the original Wave Race announcer. Thoughts, <laughs> love, and respect. <laughs> oh, that's great. Wave Race 64, an official nominee to the EZA Hall of Greats. Man, you know, I don't know if I have that many amazing original ideas for, like, what I do with Wave Race. There's a lot of things of just, like, the same thing, but, you know, obviously with this generation technology. But the one thing, uh, that open world idea he had actually is something similar to the an idea I had a little while ago that was inspired by blood playing. Which was it? Where you're cruising across the whole entire country? The crew was oh, it? Oh, crew two. Yeah, yeah crew two. Um, yeah, they've got some like, boats in there. They had like you know they could have a region that could spread from the Gulf of Mexico around through the Caribbean. Okay. Up around Florida, all the way up the, yeah. um, you know, That's Atlantic big open world coast. There. Yeah, and it could maybe reach up to the, you know, uh, nor northeast. And so it'd be huge. But yeah, it could be open. And all within there, you could have mini challenges, mini courses and everything. But it's all just cruise, you know, you could cruise. You could find islands. You could find all kinds of stuff. So that was one idea that I think would open it up. Um, or even just... You know, just like a chain of islands, you know, just like there's a section of the Bahamas. And yeah. Like, yeah. They wouldn't have to make it. Yeah. That massive. Right. Exactly. Even, oh, I mean, if they said it, yeah, in a chain of Caribbean islands, that would be beautiful. And you could cruise within them and enter races freely as you like open world style and stuff. Uh, I like I like this idea, Don. Uh -huh. I'm going to I'm going to spitball off this. Good. I'm going to. 
I'm going to add a little bit of crazy, a little bit of Nintendo element to this. Yes. So <laughs> you can pick, we'll pick a region of a fictional world where these islands, this, this, is, this open ocean exists with different like land masses, like tiny islands. Yeah. But we're going to go against like the traditional laws of physics and how weather and stuff works because you can s- s- ride over to any area, but one might be like, a storm area mm-hmm. where like the courses are going to be like rough waves, like thunderstorm, like heavy rains and stuff. Another one's going to be more of like a, an icy region where like you got to look out for the glaciers and the ice and like we might be able they to go ice o- and yeah. Uh, blue yeah. storm. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. I think they had ice in the first and the Yeah. Too, uh, okay. Th- yeah. But each, but it's not just a single course now. It's like a whole area and there's like multiple courses and like, you got to like become like the champion of each of these areas and stuff. So like, yeah, go to like the t- tranquil tropical area, but you know, maybe get to one that's like uh you know, it's more like inland area. So it's like the lake level. Yeah, river, uh, like go up a rivers, river, like wa- like waterfall, like a rapid. Dawn. Oh like, yeah, this, so it's like fantasy. It's like it's ridiculous. It never exists in real life, but that's what it is. It's all these fantastical looking environments. They start traditional looking normal yeah. and they just get more and more crazy and stuff and yeah, it's 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 about like those are like the cups. Like here's like the 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 thunder cup, which yeah. is like in the thunderstorm mm-hmm. area or whatever. And yeah, like you you meet different racers there. You can like that island. Like you could buy your upgrades and stuff. Like all that's there. But you can like drive or I guess race around or drive your wave runner around to different parts and see like oh I'm leaving this island now and now I'm going towards this like other one you can see the transition yeah and stuff like that you Dude. know maybe there's secrets in between you gotta like find you know maybe oh. there's an underwater yeah, I mean, course see- maybe the dolphins come back <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I think secrets are huge and that's like it's one of the, the like coolest things about Way very sixty four is just like how much there is to discover in all those different courses, particularly with the changing water levels and stuff. So yeah, I mean it would be great to to expand on that to kind of go like more in like a Beetle Adventure Racing kind of level of just you know different routes and secrets all over the place. And you know like I could imagine you know the water you know the tide lowers and like yeah there's like a cave system there that you know you couldn't do on the first lap and it's a whole other you know, in to- totally different environment. What if it's like Black Flag, but with jet skis? Okay, <laughs> so you can just now you're describing water. You world, can just cruise around, <laughs> cruise around the whole world. You can have your island where you can build your thing. You can explore temples, but it's all water based. You never get off your watercraft. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's have some boss battles too. <laughs> yeah, how would those work and stuff? Uh, jet Moto, the old franchise. Oh uh, yeah, remember that yeah. one? That kind of did some insane. It was like wave race, but yeah, it was Kyle, more like Kyle extreme. Talked about that at length. Uh, yeah. yeah Extreme. I think the thing that could help it is uh, also looking at a, a like looking at another series you really love, Don Trials. Yeah, like uh, having because um, they always had like a separate score mode on top of like time, like the like place first and advance in the race. Here's also get a high score mode. I think they could like maybe fuse the two together. Yeah, like by placing, but also like quick restarts, like checkpoints, like oh go back to that checkpoint or just restart the like oh, the yeah, map uh-huh. really easily and like you, it's not just about like placing first, it's about like oh. beating times as well to like you know Yeah, like, that's an interesting approach actually making yeah. it yeah, super challenging to yeah. areas that you do have to just continually restart checkpoints and stuff instead of yeah, just having it be a circuit with laps um, that would be really neat 
2D wave race. That could be interesting. Oh, they have to actually do it like 2D style like, like that? Like, like <laughs> uh, Trials, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that's what, maybe that's what Trials needs to do for the next one. Like trial, Dude, that's not a bad trials idea. Trials Riptide. There you go. I'll give that you your title. That is not a bad <laughs> idea. Trials Riptide. Red Links? <laughs> the Red Links? You did. Send a check. Oh, man. That's a cool idea, actually. Yeah, level editor and that would be fun. But I think we all agree. We'd like to see Wave Race come back. Yes. yes. Some yes, form. Yes, yes. Even, if, even if they did like something a little bit more simple, um, like like indie style game that was like twenty nine ninety nine, thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. It wasn't a full price game. Just to bring it back. I mean, there have been quite a few really pretty decent, like you know, yeah, uh, like wave racing uh, games, the Riptide uh, yeah, series, Riptide sure, series, yeah. which are good. But it's just like man, they just none of them. They've a lot of good ones. Even the 3ds. What was the series of 3D wave racing? And they also did a snowmobile one that was like almost the same, but it was snow. Um, oh, I don't know for sure. But those were like pretty but fun. What series was that? I'm trying. The you name just the slipped name. my mind. Oh, okay. It was for 3ds. I think they had two wave racing sequels, and then they did a snowmobile one, which was really simple, but it was, I mean, similar. Was but, it, uh, that's older. It was, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'm surprised I forget it. that. It slipped my mind right now, but uh, it was yeah. a great game, but it's just so funny how something about the magic of that 64, the water even, still yeah. has not There's just quite something about been it done right. It feels so right. Yeah. You know, because like when I was a kid, like, you know, I, I grew up in Tampa Bay and my dad would always take us out on the waist in a boat that was too small to legitimately be taken out <laughs> in the bay. <laughs> so, the, you know, like I wasn't on jet skis a whole lot, but I do know like what it feels like to bounce around yeah. on those waves. And it's like, it was just, so right, and the subtlety too. Yeah, the, and, the, the, and the, the stuff like storms you know? kicking up and being yeah. able to like jump over yeah. like, huge oh, things yes, when the, the waves picked up Just higher to and play up that element again. Yeah, like, and they so never good. felt like even though there were patterns you could identify, it never felt like you were just going through like a canned animation. Like it was always dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. It, no two times felt the same for me, even going over like the same path. It was like there's something right, slightly right, right, different. Yeah. Like I I just turned just as much again. And it was like, well, the wave, like I hit the wave at this angle. So like it counted for that. I was like, well, yeah. there you go. It's not. Yeah. It felt really good. I mean. Looking back on it now, visually, it's like looks a little chaotic. The water, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks so amazing back in the day, but yeah. now it's like uh, okay, mm-hmm. that hasn't the, the vi- look of it hasn't aged the greatest, but like the physics of it are still so incredible. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blue Storm looked yes. really even now it holds up fairly well. You know, it yeah. looks pretty good for a GameCube game. It looks good, but um, even that it didn't quite have like the yeah. same yeah. Uh, feeling of like just that. it was like a for me, I don't know if this is the most best description of it, but it felt like a, a, a on water version of 1080 uh, mm. Avalanche essentially. Oh, yeah. like, huh. They felt like these are both made by the same team, NST, and it felt like it went more for that uh, that extreme sport angle, yeah, and that kind of like phys- the physics were more akin to like how it felt like snowboarding in that game because 1080. N64 and Avalanche don't feel the same either. Right, yeah. They're a little off. And Wave Race 64 to Wave Race Blue Storm, it was, yeah, it was like it lost a lot of uh, the, the the nuances of the, the physics in it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they were going for, it was that weird time where, like, the early 2000s where they're going for, like, this, uh, even, like, the art style of everything in there looked, mm-hmm. uh, like, the, the two games had, like, similar art styles and everything. It was yeah. just... Uh, it was it was nice to see them come back, but they clearly were both lacking something that the original. I felt the originals 
made them stand out more yeah. essentially they had really good evolution a evolution in blue storm you know and, and it was a lot more yeah spectacular mm-hmm. like set piece type stuff would happen yeah. and they had cool yeah, weather me, effects and all kinds of stuff uh, maybe i should go back alternate and do paths it. i mean there were a lot of good things but it was just like I, it never quite had that same perfect. I thought to me the main issue with Blue Storm wasn't that it like felt that different, but it it, it actually felt like they were. It was almost like an HD remaster kind of approach. Oh, you know, it was like a uh, lot yeah, of yeah. the like the same environments that they had just kind of like made look better for the GameCube, and so it sort of. Sort of felt like you were just, you know, playing a remix version of it. Yeah. Mm. I think I would, yeah, I feel like I want to replay it too. Because yeah. two is, is pretty spectacular. I, I don't think I've touched it in maybe. A, I played it a ton when it came out. Yeah. I don't think I've touched it in this decade. It's pretty cool. <laughs> like you honest. get like alternate paths and you get like yeah. really cool weather effects and like There's I said, really spectacular level, stuff yeah. with big giant waves and like. But um, it is a good game. It's not a bad game but uh, by any means. But, uh, yeah, we're long overdue, baby. We're long overdue for Wave Race. <laughs> I can't explain it why we haven't had one other than, uh, I don't know, maybe just the genre. T- they don't expect to sell good, and you want to do a think, game like that with a yeah, decent budget. Definitely, so. It's definitely a, an issue where any, I think any kind of, you know, traditional racing game like that that's just, like, track-based, like, Mario Kart 8 is one of like the exceptions, you know, like most of the time the 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 amount of detail you want out of those tracks people just look at a number of tracks and yeah. like, "Oh, that's not worth $60." I'm like, "Okay." Right, yeah. So, mm-hmm. like maybe yeah, maybe Don they need to like combine like maybe they make a like a something called like Nintendo Extreme Sports or something which has like Wave Race in there and oh. 1080, and it's like you pick yeah. some of the popular characters. Well, from they had the wave racing in uh, what was it resort? Wii Sports Resort. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm getting. But at. It like, was like the game. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't what really, you wanted it to yeah. be. But that was a great but, idea. But like they're worried that like these games can't justify it on their own. That's 60 a great bucks. Idea. Yeah. Put them together. You know, yeah. like choose your mode or whatever. Mm, it's sure. like uh, I'm forgetting all the characters' names now. But you know, put them together and stuff, and like they can go into like the. You know, they can go do wave race. They can do just. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of a third thing to throw in there that might make it like even more appealing. But at the very least, put, you know, wave race and 1080 together again. Yeah. Not again. The, I mean, the sp- put them together so we can play them again. The Wii Sports concept, if it wasn't necessarily tied to like motion controls, but if that concept of just having an island where you'd pilot have wings. various. Yeah. It's Real like, pilot wings. Yeah, you have, not, <laughs> not fake pilot wings. You have pilot wings. Yes. You have pilot wings. Pilot you have wave wings. race. You have. It's uh, called 1080. Nintendo Extreme Sports. <laughs> it's a and, good like, idea. There man. you go. It's like hang gliding again and. Yeah, like, dude. Like, yeah, skydiving. There you there yeah, we go. Dude, like, yeah. wave racing and that snow. would be yes. sweet. That would scratch the itch. Right there. It's gonna be It'd announced be at E3. I feel it. Yes, <laughs> the Caribbean blue switch that I've been <laughs> <laughs> wanting for three years now. Every year, it's my prediction. It hasn't come. Uh, and I'll get the ice we'll blue. Yeah. <laughs> or you could co-op. You have one person hang gliding and the other person oh, water skiing. Yeah. <laughs> or jet yeah. skiing. We got to figure out how to make it a battle royale, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like 50 people playing extreme sports yeah, on the like same island. Tra- and you're just... That's the trailer. Like, you're doing, like, you're skydiving. And then, like, you, like, land on, like, the jet ski. And then, like, you go off, like, a waterfall. And, like, it gets cold yeah. and freezing. You on know, snowboard. And, like, the, the, <laughs> oh, dude, the, twist, the cool. twist at the end is, like, you fall off, like, an edge. And it's like, oh, no, did they die? The rocket pack. Is oh, there, like, yes, burn. dude. <laughs> Yeah, that would be sweet. He just cuts the mock like, there that we go. would be sweet. That would be super fun. Yeah, and they'd kind of like hedge their bets a little, you oh. know, don't have to rely on the water racing niche. 
Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna cut it there. <laughs> we we can talk a long time about games we'd like to see come back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, that that's good stuff. Oh. Um, I'm glad I got you got a chance to theorize about thank another you. wave race. Thank yeah. you for those questions. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Um, but yes, thank you. Uh, thank you for everyone who submitted your questions in general. Um, I know it was a little weird thing. They had to wait for us to catch up and everything like that. I couldn't read the questions until after we watched it. So uh, that was a fun thing. I was like, yeah, I can actually check the questions. They're all going to be spoilers, potentially. Um, but also for being patient to wait to write your questions until you'd seen it as well. Thank and you. if you would like to submit questions for a future episode of Friend Code, uh, you need to be a $5 patron. Uh, the week that we will be recording, I will make a post. Uh, calling for submissions. I'll also let you know the topics that we're talking about. Um, and the the if you keep your questions related to the topic, it's more likely I will pick them for us to discuss. So again, thank you for all that. Also, if you're a $5 and up patron, uh, you get this episode of Friend Code and episodes of several of our other shows. Sorry, I'm like slipping up here. If we get, you get early access to a bunch of our shows if you're a $5 patron, including this show. Uh, this one, actually, we're going to try and get up as soon as possible uh, because it's right after direct knows big news but traditionally they go up on sundays uh for patrons and tuesdays for everybody else so again thank you for those of you who support us that way um thank you bloodworth for joining me and yeah. sp- so much thanks to you I don don't yes, Don oh! i'm I so survived. happy yeah see it was like almost two hours don oh my god Man, feel like that <laughs> Did you like possible? John has so much more to I do. Think, I didn't think it was impossible. Yeah. Once you get on a wave race tirade, you know, wave <laughs> 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 race go all night. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Damian. Oh, it was uh, fun, man. This was really fun. Yeah, it was a pleasure. I I was like, didn't even know we could talk about Mario Maker for that long. Yeah, it's like that was cool. Good to know that uh, when you bring uh, someone passionate and yeah. very knowledgeable like Don on cool. that, it could it can go that well that was fun but yeah thank you both for joining me this late and uh until next time everybody may the way of the hero lead to a new wave race oh. <laughs> <laughs>